So tonight I'd like to share with you a little bit of some hashkafa satira of how we could view what's going on. And I think today was a little bit of a game changer in the situation because Rahman al-Litzlan, a few people were nifter and in the world we live in of technology everyone knows all the news and you go onto the websites and you see a Baruch Dayanemes and a Baruch Dayanemes and it becomes a little bit, I, I hate to say, more real and perhaps I had some other things to talk about tonight but I think it's something that needs to be addressed from a Torah de Kashkafa. And it's, it's obviously hard to understand, even in Eretz Yisrael, the first, the first one that was Nifter was a Holocaust survivor. And today, Rabbi Rami Kohn, also a Holocaust survivor, the, uh, if anyone ever read the book, The Youngest Partisan, that's him. And a uh, very hush of a person, a mayal, a philanthropist in, in, in England as well. Zev Stern was also a Holocaust survivor, philanthropist, and other people as well, Askanim, older people, but, you know, when you think about people who went through the war and the Holocaust, and now they're succumbing to this, it's a little, it's a little unnerving. And Bechlal, what's going on, of course, is unnerving. So, I came, I, the Rabbi Nisham gave me a thought this morning, to open up the Sefer written by the Mabit. The Mabit has a Sefer called Beis Elikim. The Mabit was Reb Moshe ben Reb Yosef from Tronoi. He wrote the Sefer Kirya Sefer on the Rambam. He wrote the Sefer called the Mabit, Shuvas Mabit. And um, he lived in Svas in the times of the Arizal, in the times of the Beis Yosef. The Sefer was first printed in the year 1576. So we're talking about 400, more than almost 450 years ago, a little bit less, when he wrote this Sefer. And the Mabit has an unbelievable chapter, Sharatvilo Perek Tezayim. And in it he writes the following. First, there's a bit of a Hakdama, and it was a thought that also I think is important to stress, and that is. The concept of tefillah in a time of tzara. We all know there's a mitzvah to daven. And there's a machlaikas, the Rambam and the Ramban. If this is a mitzvah sasei midairaisa to daven every day, or is it only midirabonon? Machlaikas. I mean, either way, we have to daven. However, even the one who holds that there's only a mitzvah dirabonon to daven daily, he says that when there's an ace tsara, there's a mitzvah asemi doiraisa to daven. Vichi savoy, when the Pasuk says, when an enemy is going to come to fight against you, to fight against you, you have to cry out to the Rabbi Shalaylam and you have to daven to him. So even if Normally, tefillah is a derabanan, but tefillah during an eighth sara, and an eighth sara doesn't only mean, by the way, 
for the public, and even an Eitz Sarah for a person, privately, he has a mitzvah sasemi dairaisa to daven to Hashem. Rav Pincus in his Sefer on Tefillah talks about this. People don't realize that when a person goes through a tzara, Rachman al-Itzlan, he has a mitzvah saseh to daven to Hashem. Now, he could be yaitzeh by crying out, Hashem, help me, but there's the mitzvah saseh of davening to Hashem. So the Mabit writes that when there's a tzara, shalaitava yala tzibur, he mitzvah saseh minatayra, it's a mitzvah saseh minatayra, v'chisavoyu melchama ba'artzacham al-atzara tzara eschem, a pasuk in parashas ba'aloyzcha, when the end, when a war will come, and you have to uh, blow the trumpets, and you have to cry out to Hashem. And the Medrash says, this is not only referring to, Rabbi Akiva says, it's not only referring to war, Shidafain, V'yirakain, if there's other types of plagues, V'isha Makshaleleid, if a lady's having a hard time giving birth, Svina Mitarefis Bayam, if a, a boat is, 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 is capsizing in the sea or being thrown around, I'll call tzara, any tzara that happens, a person, the tzibor is chayev, to daven ta'kodesh baruch hu, it's a chiyav, a mitzvah sasei minatayra. And he quotes the Rambam, and the Rambam says this beferish in Hilchas Tainis. And the Rambam says, v'zayigroim lohem lohaser atzara me'aleim. When you daven ta'ashem, it will cause the tzara to leave. And not only that, he says, besides for the fact that tefillah helps to get rid of the tzara, but also, Klai Yisrael gets a mitzvah asay that they davened. It's like a win-win situation. On one hand, you get rid of the tzara, but even more than that, you also have a mitzvah, you're a mekayim, a mitzvah asay. And he says that during a time of tzara, a person has to be mayrich b'tzvila. A person has to have longer davening, lengthy davening. We don't have this nowadays, but when you learn the Gemara is a mesechta tainis, when they had a tzara, they added in. Instead of 18 brachas of Shemana Esrei, they had 24 brachas of Shemana Esrei. And through the tzvila, through the tzvila, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bez Hashem will save Kla Yisrael. And not only that, in it itself will be a zchus, a mitzvah saseh, that Kla Yisrael was Mikhail. But then he continues, and he says as follows. He says that there's a difference, in his opinion, between tzaras that happened to Kla Yisrael while we are in Eretz Yisrael, like the Pasuk says, The Melchama will come in your land. When Melchama comes in your land, or any Tzara comes to Klal Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael, so then it's very clear that Hashem is punishing Klal Yisrael. And when Hashem brings the Yeshua through Klal Yisrael's tshuva, it's very clear to Kala Yisrael and to the world that there's a HaKadosh Baruch Hu here. However, he says, when we are in Galus, everything, he says, we have to know a Yidiyah Vadais. We have to know definitively. Ki Everything is from Hashem. Im kolzeh, but nevertheless, Hashem is master ponim. Hashem hides His face. Things aren't so clear. And when Saris come, Rachman al for Averis the Kla Yisrael has done, 
Yesh lehem mokim lesafek. Since it's not so evident and clear, it's from the Rabbeinu Shalom, there's room for someone to doubt it and say, Ulai mikro Maybe it just happens to be, it's natural. And the same thing when there's a Yeshua. When there's a Yeshua, a salvation from that Sarah, also, it's very possible for people to say, ah, oh, naturally it went away. But that's not what the Rabbi Nishalom wants from us. The Pasuk tells us, Vistarti ponai mehem, Hashem says, I'm going to hide my face. And when I hide my face, there'll be bad pains and bad things happen. V'omar, and what is people? What are people going to say? And what could a person say? It's not the Rabbi Nishalaylam. I don't see the Rabbi Nishalaylam here. This is a natural occurrence. This is a germ. This is a virus. It's going around. When that happens, when a person thinks that maybe it's a mikra, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "What's going to happen?" It's not going to solve the problem. If you don't understand it comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's going to be more Hester Panim. There's going to be more Tzaras that are Chas going to come. It's not clear. But a Yid has to know Bivadai. A Jew has to know definitively it comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A person has to think when we are in Golos that everything that happens from when you bump your finger ad hamisa until Rachman al-Litzlan a person's put is dies it's all from the Rabbi Nishalaylam and don't make a mistake says the Mabit there's more Hashkacha Pratis in Golos more than when we were in Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because we need it more in Gullus. In Gullus we're in much more danger. We need a higher level of Ashkocha Pratis, of Hashem taking care of us. However, it's done in a Hester Panim. Hashem conceals His face. It's not so clear. And it gives room and space for someone to say, Oh, no, it's just a natural thing. And here's where he gets to what's really negea to us. He says, if you look at the plagues that are going on in our time, 1500s, talking about 420, 45 years ago almost, almost 450 years ago he's writing this. And he says, I want to show you the difference between the way plagues and magefas and Dever Rahman al-Itzlan are in Golos and the way they happened in times that there was Gilui Panim in Kla Yisrael. And he writes as follows. We find a few cases in the Torah and in Navi where there was a magefa, there was a plague. We find when Kla Yisrael served Baal Pa'ar that by Benois Midjan, they served that Avodah there was a terrible, terrible Magaifa there. Thousands, tens of thousands of people of Kla Yisrael died. We know in the days of David HaMelech, when he counted Kla Yisrael, there was also a Magaifa. A hundred people every single day died. 
So he says like this, he says, in those days, if you look at the psukim and you think about it, there was no sickness that happened before the death of those people. There was no sickness. It was instantaneous. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, people, healthy people, just dropped dead. It says, by Baal Pa'ar, by Yicharaf Hashem Yisrael, and all of a sudden, everybody's just dying. And then Pinchas came, Vateyotzer Hamagefa. 24,000 people just dropped dead on that day from the Magefa. 24,000 people. Nobody was sick. It didn't take a long time. It was during one single day, the start, the finish, and that was it. The Chain, he says, by the Machlaikas of Kairach also. 14,700 people, they just dropped dead. By David Hamelech also. A hundred people a day. Nobody was sick before. It didn't take a few days. A hundred people every single day in a certain specific amount of time during the day, the Gemara says, or the Midrashim say what time it was. They just dropped dead. So he says that's a very big difference than what we experience in Gullus. The Magaifas, he says, Bismanim Elu, Ha'adam Noifal Mishkov Machmas Chayli. Rahman Litzlan, what happens is a person gets sick and he has to he has to be in bed and it takes time and it gets stretched out over some time, some days, some weeks. And in fact, already in the times of the Tanoim and Amiraim, when Chazal in the Gemara and the Mishnayis, they talk about what's a dever, a plague, what's a magefa, and what you have to do in that situation. It's clear that people weren't just dying instantaneously in one moment. It took a few days. The Gemara describes if you have a certain amount of people in the city and a certain amount of houses get sick over a few days, that's called a magefa. It's not called a dever. Whatever it is, but it was more it's more similar, says the Mabit, to what we experience in our days, in his days, as opposed to in the days of the Torah, where it was just people died with no 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 warning beforehand. That's difference number one. Difference number two, he says, we don't find anybody in those days, in the times of the Torah, that got that seemed to be part of the Makefa and then had a Rafu Shalema. We don't find that. The people who were supposed to die, they just died. There was nobody who got sick, and then they recovered. Nowadays, it's not like that. We see people get sick. It seems they're going to die. Some people die, and other people, they get better. They get better. They have the same sickness. And then he says a third thing. The third difference he says, and this is Taka Baruch Hashem, it's, it's, not, it's not our Nisayin at the moment, but we have a little bit on the flip side. He says, in his days, most of the Magefois, children were the ones who, Rachman al-Litzlan, were Nifter. And that's bothering him, Tinoika Shel Beis Rabban, they're not even a Bar Oinshim. Mashenkin in the Torah, all those cases were always Anoshim. They're always men, older men. They were men. Unfortunately, in our situation, it seems to be Pum Fakert. Although Rahman al-Itzlan, it seems a child did die today in Los Angeles, in California. But Iker, it's hitting the, the older people in, in a stronger way, which is uh, a little bit of a different, a different um, Nikuda than the Mabit is saying. 
But the Mabit is saying three differences between the Magaifus of the Torah and the Magaifus in his times and in our times. And he says, the reason is very, very, very simple. According to what I explained to you, he says, the, re- the reason is very simple. He says, because when we were in Eretz Yisrael, or in the times of the Midbar, in the times of the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu held us to very high standards. A very high standard. And Kla Yisrael lived up to that standard. And immediately if we would sin, Hashem would punish us. And there was that Hashkocha Pratis from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that a person who sinned, in those cases were terrible sins, Baal Pa'ar, Kairach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he killed him immediately. That person, it was directed, laser directed to him. He sinned, he gets the punishment. Other people, other people who didn't sin, there's no reason for them to be punished. They don't even get sick. It's not a part of getting sick and not dying. They, they're not just not dying. They don't even get sick. When we were on the highest of Madregas, it was very, very targeted. It was targeted clearly. This is for an Avera. This is the punishment. Only those people. There's no mistakes. The people just drop dead. Nobody could say, oh, they caught the cold. They caught the flu. They caught this. They caught that. No, it was clear. Healthy people. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings them Agefa. They die. Crystal clear it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But we're in Galus. The Shechina is Behester Panim. And if it's Behester Panim, so then... As we said before, people could very clearly think it's not from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like this plague in these days, that some people talk to get better. And also, the punishment is not coming immediately when a person does an Avera. We don't know exactly what Hashem's Cheshbonahs are. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us credit we could do Averis, and he waits for us to do tshuva, and waits for us to do tshuva, and who knows when the punishment will come. It's not so clear, it's not so direct. But this is the punchline for us. Every person who has some type of understanding, some type of seichel, has to know, everything that happens to us in Golos, to the Tzibor and to the Yochid, whether it's the Klal, whether it's the Prat, it's all Bashkocha Pratis from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Think about it. Work on your Emuna, says the Mabit. Think about the history of Klal Yisrael. How do we still exist? How does every one of us here have exist as a Torah, a Ben Torah, a person who learns Torah, who keeps mitzvahs? It's only a nace throughout thousands of years of Gaulus, through pogroms, through all different types of, through the war, through the Holocaust. How are we here through the spiritual Holocaust of the United States of America? How are we here? We're here, Bashkacha Pratis, it's a nice. And he says, he says, I see in my days, there are doctors and there are scientists who have an explanation for these magefas, for these plagues. And they have a way of explaining it. In those days, it was the air. The air was toxic. And it was a natural thing. And they brought a raya. They said, people who run away from that area, 
they go to a place which has better air, healthier air, they're saved. So it seems very clear to the world at large that it's a natural thing. In this place it's more contagious, in that place it's less contagious. It's natural. Do natural things to save yourself. So he says, Lochein Ra'isi, I feel fit. I have to write something here. And I have to explain it to you. And I'll explain it to you as follows. And this is something we all have to remember. He says, Everything comes from Hashem, uviyichud inyan hamaves, hanigzer alakol biyoyim rosh hashana shuyoyim hadin. Make no mistake, any person who Rachman litzlan dies from any magefa, from any sickness, and Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur of this past year, Tav Shin Pei, it was Xerah Min HaShamayim that they're going to die. They didn't just happen to die from coronavirus. This was already Gepaskin and Rosh Hashanah that this person's life will be up on this day. How Hashem's going to take his life? That uh, Hashem knew. That's a, he'll figure that out. But the Xerah was there. V'nechtav, v'nechtav me'ish l'chaim u'lamavas. And Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur Hashem decides who's going to live and who's going to die. V'im nigzer alav Misa, and whoever was signed into Misa on that day, he could run as far as he wants from the Makaifa. It's not going to help. We believe that it's not the Makaifa. The Makaifa is Hashem shliach. Hashem has decided that. He says like this. He says, he says, however, there are two categories of people. There are people who HaKadosh Baruch Hu has decided on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur that their time in this world is up. And that's it. There's no way out of it. There's no negotiation, so to speak. Those people, no matter where they go and what they do, they could run far away, they could quarantine themselves, they could wash their hands, they could be disinfected. It's It's not going to help. The Rabbi Nisham said, time is up, time is up, time is up. However, he says, why is it that some people run away and they become healthier and they're able to leave the Magefa? He says, there are certain people that the Gezeira on them was that they have a Gezeira's Misa, that they're supposed to die this year. But it's not definitive. HaKadosh Baruch Hu left open the option of Tshuva. Not everyone gets that option. But some people do. So, says the Mabit, when a person runs away from a place, he's going into Gullus. He's exiling himself. It's painful. When you go into Gullus and you exile yourself, that could bring a kapara. That humbles a person. It brings him to think about Hashem. It brings him to do tshuva. And that tshuva could even take off the Gezeira of Misa that he had on him. Because Hashem had put that into his, into his system for this person. Some people, like the Gemara says, in a time of Dever, the Gemara in Masech Tebavakama says, you should go into your house and isolate yourself. Seclude yourself, says the Gemara. The Gemara quotes a pasuk in Yeshaya. Go into your inner rooms. Going into your inner rooms is also secluding yourself is a painful thing. There's one way of, of escaping by leaving your home and going into exile. And there's another way of going into seclusion, says the Mabit. And when you go into seclusion and when you isolate yourself, 
It's painful. It's hard. It's humbling. Every one of us knows what I'm talking about. We're not in a simple situation. We are in This is very humbling for us. We're restricted. We don't feel that we have the freedom that we have. But the Mabit is telling us that is a kapara that has to bring us to remember who we are, to remember we have to do tshuva, Be'ez Hashem, nobody has chas v'sholom. Al tiftach pe'ah, anyone should have such a gzeira on them. We should just be in this kloliistic gzeira of this virus. And he says, even people who are not supposed to die, but if they stay in a dangerous place, it's possible. What are you staying in dangerous places? That's not the proper thing. Go do the mitzvah of taking care of yourself. V'nishmartem mo'ilin afshiseichem is a mitzvah. I heard today from Abbas Ariely, one of the Rashivas in Mir. He said, just like we said before, when you daven, it saves you. Plus, it's a mitzvah. Here also, Aristadlus to follow the health precautions in itself is a mitzvah, and it is a schus as well. If you're doing a mitzvah, it's a schus. So when we, when a person stays in a dangerous place, it's not so simple either. Perhaps he'll catch the virus or the magefachas v'shalom. Doesn't mean he'll die from it, but it's possible he could get sick. But if a person follows what Chazal tell us, and lechi ami b'yibachadarecha, go hide in the in your houses, isolate yourself in your houses. It's painful. It's humbling. That in itself, that discomfort will protect a person, will bring a person to tshuva, and could even change a gzardin chas on a person. Says the Mabit, that's how a person has to view a magefa. And I think, before I get to his punchline and finishing up the shir, that's something every one of us has to remember. Because we're going to look at the news and we're going to see chashuvim. We shouldn't see any more of them. We've seen, I should say, chashuvim. People we don't understand, these are the ones who die from the coronavirus. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing. I mean, and nobody should die from the coronavirus. But you see, in Chas V'Shalom, Rachman son Gidoilim, Rosh Hashivas, Mashkichim are sick. And Tamidi Chachamim, like what's going on? Revine Shalom, what's going on here? Is the world Hefker? And the answer to that is, of course it's not Hefker. Everything was Nigzar Rosh Hashanah. Everything we believe when we talk on Rosh Hashanah, we daven on Rosh Hashanah. Now's the Nisayan. Did we really believe it then or not? It's MS. We have to be matzik. It's MS. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wrote it down on Rosh Hashanah. The people who are going to be nifter from coronavirus, there was nigzan Rosh Hashanah that their time is up in this world. Nothing happens because they caught a virus. There's no such thing like that. There's a rebbeinu shalaylam in the world. People who get better from it catch it and get better, they have schusim to get better from it. Then Mabit is saying, could be those people, even Rachman al-Islam did have exardin Lemisa, but maybe they got out of it. And even if they didn't, the fact that a person got sick is also Rachman al-Islam, is from the Rabbi Nishalaylam. But he could do tshuva. A person could be machnia himself. When a person either runs into Gullus, in our situation, that's not what we're doing. We're going inside. We're going and secluding ourselves. We're going into isolation, into quarantine. That is part of the kapara and the tshuva for this magefa that's coming.
And if we think about that, and every time you think about that, yes, it's hard what I'm doing, and it's hard to be with the kids the whole day, and it's Erev Pesach, and 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 v'chulu v'gaimer, you don't. We all know what we're all going through, but to realize this is what the Rebbe Nisham wants us to do. He wants us to be discomforted. He wants us to be inconvenienced in order to get us to wake up and do tshuva. And it's part of our kapara. And if we dive into the Rebbe Nisham, like it's a mitzvah say, and he continues the Mabir, he says, V'roi liyori v'choreh dvar Hashem. Anyone who fears Hashem, how do you extinguish this this flame, this call of this bagefa? Number one, the first thing is staka. The first thing is staka. We talked about the other day a pigeon nefesh. A person should give staka. Moischitim is here and it's staka. Give staka. Someone asked me how much to give. All I could say is I don't know. Give what you think is appropriate and then add some more. Add some more. Make it a little bit more. Staka tatzalimavis. Uchuvo maisim taivim. Chuvo maisim taivim. Viyakshi vatsme. And every person should say, uh, shouldn't say, I'm immune from this. I'm immune from this. How do you know? You were upstairs in the Bezdin Shalmail on Rosh Hashanah. You know what's written down for you. Nobody knows what's written down for them. Every person is in a sakana. And every person has to be marbe, bitfila, utstaka, bitachanunim, bitchuva, umaisim taivim. And he talks about pitamaktiris as well. So here we have. 200 odd years before Rabbi Kivager to say Ketiris by the Magefa, but that's what a person has to focus on. And I just want to end off, and I just again to chazer over a little bit, to put it to just uh, wrap up the shear, and that is to remember that everything was written down on Rosh Hashanah. Everything was written down. And all these inconveniences that we have of lechami of the quarantine and the seclusion and all of those hardships, this is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from us as part of our tshuva process. He wants us to be inconvenienced. When a person is inconvenienced, when a person is out of their comfort zone, it's the hardest thing for a person. At that moment, a person has to say to himself, "Rebbeinu Shalaylam, yes." You're inconveniencing me. This is not kishmak. This is not easy. I'm having a hard time. But this should be a kapara for me and for Klai Yisrael. And our hashkafas hatayra of what's going on, people who are Achman who are nifter from this, we have to also know it's not the virus that did it. That was only the shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Their time was up. It was Nigzer Aleyem in Rosh Hashanah that this is their time. This was HaKadosh Baruch Hu shliach. And for everyone else, and people who get sick, and people should have a refuah shalema, it all has to revolve around understanding there's a rabbinu shalolam that's running this world. We have to follow all the precautions health-wise. But the ikr is the tshuva, the maisim toivim, the tefillah, which is a mitzvah sasemi deiraisa, Every one of these things are adding schusim and adding schusim and adding schusim. And Bez Hashem, however many schusim HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, hopefully with so much inconvenience that so many Yidin are having and so much sar that so many Yidin are having, we should be able to fill up whatever cup HaKadosh Baruch Hu of inconveniences wants from us, that amount. And with that, we should come to a little bit of a tshuva and a tefillah 
and Maisim Taivim and Staka and Bez Hashem. Tomorrow, the, the Mayatzis Gedali Atayra throughout the world, America, Eretz Yisrael, everyone is a Yom Tfilah. A Yom Tfilah, I sent out an email about it. There's specific times, I think, that they want to say all together, different kapitlach of Telem and Avino Malkeinu, but it's our Rashchaydish and Kippur Katan. We should talk about that we should be misoyer from this. Don't let all these inconveniences go to waste. Then it's takashad. It'll be a real shame if we let it go to waste. Use them to daven takadish baruch and say, Rabbi Shalaylam, it's so nakishmak. But this is what you want from us, and we want to be better, we want to do tshuva. This should be our kapara, and we should be zaycha, every one of us, to be nisairer, to have the proper hashkafa of what's going on, the hashkafa satayra of what's going on. And with that, we should be zaycha, to see the Yeshua from this. Any person who has v'shalom is sick, should have a refuah shalema. Everyone else, Shaloy Nechla, nobody should get sick. The inconveniences, we should be Yaitzay, any Gzairach Hasvashalm with those inconveniences, and we should be Zaycha, that this, should, this Yeshua should be the beginning of the greatest Yeshua that will happen to Kla Yisrael, which will be Beviaskoel Tzedek, Imherbi Amenu Amen.